ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى اله واصحابه وسلم تسليما كثيرا يقول خالقنا جل في علاه في كتابه الكريم يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارحام ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار وبعد اخوه الايمان والاسلام بارك الله فيكم جميعا نسال الله العظيم ان يتقبل صيامنا وقيامنا وركوعنا امين يا رب العالمين brothers and sisters islam it is a great favor from allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon us that he made us witness the first third of ramadan walillahi alhamd Today we are fasting the 11th day of the blessed month Ramadan. Some people started fasting with us the blessed month of Ramadan, but they're not with us today. They made their way to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by the leave of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the best way to be grateful to Allah is by saying alhamdulillah of course and acting upon this statement alhamdulillah by doing that which Allah made compulsory on you. and reviving that which our beloved rasul recommended for you and avoiding that which sharia made prohibited for you in this blessed month of ramadan may allah make us rich the end of ramadan successfully amin ya rabbal alamin ikhwat al imani wal islam i shall remind myself and remind every one of us in here that for those of you who have been doing well from the start of Ramadan in terms of worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and being useful for themselves for their families and for the human community altogether then it is well done to you and for those of you who have neglected their duties which Allah made compulsory on you in this blessed month it is not too late by the same time you have to know that if you are not forgiven in this month when will you be forgiven by allah subhanahu wa ta'ala since this month is the month of forgiveness and the mercy of allah let me remind you of two gracious hadith of our beloved rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam the first one is in sunan tirmidhi he says sallam when ramadan comes yunadi munadi a caller will call i.e. an angel from the angels of allah will call يا باغي الخير اقبل ويا باغي الشر اقصر ولله عتقاء من النار وذلك في كل ليله يعني من ليالي رمضان 
اللهم اعتق رقابنا من النار آمين يا رب العالمين A caller will call and will say Oh you who wishes and intends to do good are in this blessed month Come forward, hasten to obey Allah and his messenger sallallahu And all you who wishes to do bad and evil, abstain, stop from sinning. A sin that is committed in Ramadan is worse than a sin that is committed outside Ramadan. As well as a good deed that is done in Ramadan is much better than a deed that is done outside Ramadan. It's a virtuous month. It's a sacred month, as we know. It's the best month of the year. And then the hadith continues saying, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has a list of people which he sets free from the hellfire, and this takes place in every single night of Ramadan. The angels have lists of names of those who submit and surrender and obey and follow the messenger of our Rasul. Surrender and submit to Allah and they follow Muhammad. Their list contains a number of names. Allah will order the angels, write this person off, away from the punishment of Jahannam. And if you are written off from the punishment of Jahannam, then indeed you will be written from the people of Jannah. May Allah give us Jannah all. Ameen, Ya Rabbil Alameen. This is a very serious hadith. Another hadith in Muslim Imam Ahmad, as well as in Sunan Tirmidhi, he says, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, رَغِمَ أَنْفُ عَبْدٍ أَدْرَكَ رَمَضَانَ وَلَمْ يُغْفَرْ لَهُ The true loser or the disgraceful loser is the person who witnesses the month of Ramadan. Ramadan finishes and his sins or her sins were not forgiven. When would you be forgiven if not in Ramadan? Of course, the forgiveness of Allah is there at all times through 12 months of the year. But the forgiveness of Allah in Ramadan, it's much bigger than the forgiveness you might attain outside Ramadan. The mercy of Allah in Ramadan is different than the mercy of Allah outside Ramadan. And that's why the Prophet says, إِذَا جَاءَ رَمَضَانَ فُتِحَتْ أَبْوَابُ الْجَنَّةِ وَغُلِّقَتْ أَبْوَابُ الْنَارِ وَصُفِّدَتِ الشَّيَاطِينَ When Ramadan comes, the gates of Jannah will be open and the gates of Jahannam will be closed and the demons or the devils will be locked up. This virtue is only given to the month of Ramadan. This virtue is only given to those Muslims who practice in the blessed month of Ramadan according to the teaching of the Messenger of Islam, peace be upon him. Not to anyone else. Shayateen, the demons, are not chained up from those who rebel and disobey Allah in this month. It's only given to the pious and the righteous who turn to Allah in repentance in this blessed month. May Allah make us from them. Ameen, ya These two hadiths should remind us that we need to strive very hard in this month in order to attain the forgiveness and the mercy and the awf let me remind you and remind myself of the best four deeds or worships that a Muslim can do in this blessed month. Number one, as we know, 
is a siyam because this month is all about fasting. فَمَنْ شَهِدَ مِنْكُمُ الشَّهْرَ He or she who witnesses the month of Ramadan must fast in it as Allah says in Surah Al-Baqarah. Siyam. And the Prophet says, مَنْ سَامَ رَمَضَانًا إِيمَانًا وَحْتِسَابًا غُفِرَ لَهُ مَا تَقَدَّمَ مِنْ ذَنْبِهِ He or she who fasts the month of Ramadan out of Iman, you believe it's an order from Allah, and seeking the reward from Allah and no one else, then all your past sins will be forgiven. Yes, it includes minor and major sins. With one condition for your major sins to be forgiven, is never go back to them after Ramadan, and truly repent from them. They will be forgiven, but if you go back to your major sins after Ramadan, such as stealing, lying, taking riba, disobeying your parents, or anything similar to that, your past major sins will not be forgiven until you truly repent from them. May Allah make us from those who truly repent to him. Ameen, Ya Rabbul Alameen. Fasting. Alhamdulillah. The second best worship that a Muslim can do in this blessed month is Al-Qiyam. Qiyamul Layl. Night prayer. Whether it is Taraweeh or Tahajjud or Qiyam, they all mean similar things. As the Prophet says, من قام رمضان إيمانا واحتسابا غفر له ما تقدم من ذنبه. He or she who stands in prayer at night time in Ramadan, believing that this all day is from Allah and seeking reward from Him only, then all your past sins will be forgiven. And we know that it is not really convenient for everyone to attend the masjid and pray taraweeh due to the COVID crisis that humanity is facing these days. But this is not an excuse for you, my dear brother and sister in Islam, to neglect such a great sunnah of our beloved Rasul, which is to pray at night time, Qiyamul Layl. If you can attend the masjid, then this is a great goodness for you. But if you can't attend the masjid, for whatever reason it is, then you can still pray Qiyamul Layl and Taraweeh or Tahajjud in your own house. You can pray. If your mother and father don't want to pray, then you pray as a son or a daughter. You pray to Allah, not to your father or mother. If your brother or sister don't want to pray or they go out or they're watching TV, don't wait for anyone when it comes to obeying Allah. You will be standing before Allah alone. Your own brother and sister and mother and father will flee away from you on the day of resurrection, Allah says. On that day, everyone will fly or run away from each other. A father from a son, a son from a mother, a husband from, from a wife, and the other way around. Everybody will have something to concern him on that day. And that is the standing before your Lord. That is the standing before your Lord for the judgment of your good deeds and your bad deeds. So therefore, there is no excuse. If you pray as a family, it's much better. But if someone is delaying that, do not delay the obedience of Allah or the sunnah of Rasul for any worldly riches or any worldly desires or any worldly gains. This is your chance to turn to Allah. How many brothers and sisters fasted the month of Ramadan with us last year? They're not with us in here. Some of them were in the first line, I remember. And I was told. They're not here. Nobody promised you that you will complete the month of Ramadan alive. Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, three weeks ago I'm from London. On Thursday, I was booked to do Friday khutbah in, in North London, somewhere in North London. 
One of the imams from, uh, from uh, central London called me and he said, on Thursday night, can you come and cover me tomorrow? Can you do khutbah for me in this masjid? I said, why, why this late you're calling me? I'm booked somewhere else. He said, my wife died the day before yesterday. They're in the early 40s. He has children with her. His wife was preparing for Ramadan and her family. Two days before the first Friday of Ramadan, his wife, his wife passed away. This is the qadr of Allah, but I'm telling you that death does not choose a time or a place. It only knows one thing, the order of Allah. When it comes, it comes and, and it takes you. Tell them, O Muhammad, that the angel of death, he is the one responsible to take your lives away from you. Once, he's that, once he does that, you will all go back to your Lord. For what? For his judgment. Yes, he is merciful, he is ghafoor, he is wadud. He is forgiven and he is merciful and he is loving. But at the same time, he punishes very, very painfully. Know well, as Allah says in Surah Al-Ma'idah, that his punishment is very painful. As well as, as, well as he is what? Very merciful and very forgiven. So you worship Allah out of fear and out of love and hope in him. Islam, qiyam. Do your best to pray qiyam. Even if you don't know how to read the Quran, if you know Qul huwa Allahu Ahad only, repeat it for each rak'ah, and that will count for you as qiyam. You will get great reward. Qul huwa Allahu Ahad, Surah Al-Ikhlas. Reading it, you will get the reward of as if you read one-third of the Quran. There is no excuse, insha'Allah ta'ala. Pray, revive the sunnah of our Rasul, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, in the masjid. In your house, if it's convenient for you in your workplace without neglecting your duties of your workplace, do that, inshallah ta'ala. Do that. Even if it is two rak'ah or four rak'ah, don't have to pray 20 or 11 if you can't. Inshallah ta'ala. Ask for the third best worship in the blessed month of Ramadan is the recitation or the reading of the gracious book of Allah. Tilawatul Qur'an, Qira'atul Qur'an al-Kareem. As we know, Shahru Ramadan al Al-Quran, in this exact month, the Quran was sent down by our gracious Lord, Jalla Fi'ulah, to our beloved messenger, Sallallahu Alaihi Wa Wasallam, specifically in Laylatul Qadr, which happens to be during the last, one of the last ten nights of Ramadan, Sallallahu Alaihi Wa Wasallam. Recite the Quran, ask yourself, it's been ten days or eleven days since Ramadan, uh, uh, has come. How much Quran have you read? How much Quran, how much tafsir have you read? Have you seated with your family, with your wife, with your daughter, with your son, and opened the Quran and read one surah, even surah and read the meaning of it and trying to ponder and reflect on the powerful verses of the gracious Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim? Create this Islamic environment within your household. So that Allah will shower you with his mercy, forgiveness and blessings. If your Quran, if your house has no Quran recited or implemented in it, then this is not the house of the angels, but it is the house of the shaitan. Read as much Quran as you can. For indeed, your beloved Rasul says, 
اقرأوا القرآن فإنه يأتي شفيعا لأصحابه يوم القيامة Recite the Quran for indeed it will come on the day of resurrection interceding for its companions Don't you want the Quran to speak on your behalf on the day of judgment? And if the Quran does speak on your behalf before Allah on the day of resurrection then indeed you have won on that day because the Quran is nothing but the actual speech of Allah which he revealed to his beloved Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallama tasliman kathira. So let us revive our relationship with the book of Allah since this month is the month of fasting, qiyam al-Quran, insha'Allah ta'ala. As for the fourth best worship a Muslim should not skip doing in this blessed month is a sadaqah, charity. It's the month of generosity. It is reported to us in authentic hadith that the Prophet was the most generous when it comes to charity in this blessed month. He would give us if he does not fear poverty at all. Your wealth will never decrease when given for Allah's sake to those who need it. Alhamdulillah, thumma alhamdulillah, thumma alhamdulillah. We praise Allah day and night for every blessing and favors and bounties that He favored us with. When we sit for iftar, to break our fast, we have all types of food, don't we? Different dishes, different drinks, different sweets. Alhamdulillah. But there is many people out there in different places of this earth who don't have even clean water to break their fast with. Are they in your thoughts? As it is said, if the matters of Muslims don't concern you, then you're not one of them. Believers are none but brothers and sisters. There's many people who are starving to death in some parts of Yemen, some parts of Somalia, some parts of Burma, Syria, and many different places on this earth. Did you remember them? Did you prepare your zakat for them? Make them in your list, inshallah ta'ala, of good deeds in this blessed month of Ramadan. For indeed, they need your charity in this month more than any other time of the year. وَأَقُولُ قَوْلِ هَذَا وَأَسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهَ لِي وَلَكُمْ وَلِسَائِ الْمُسْلِمِينَ فَاسْتَغْفِرُوهُ وَتُوبُوا لَيْهِ إِنَّهُ هُوَ الْغَفُورُ الرَّحِيمُ استغفر الله الحمد لله رب العالمين وصل اللهم وبارك على أفضل نبينا والمرسلين محمد بن عبد الله وعلى آله وصحابته أجمعين آمين يا رب العالمين. We praise Allah subhanahu wa taala. We glorify Him alone and we bear witness there is no deity worthy of worship save Allah subhanahu wa taala and we bear witness that Muhammad is the servant and the final messenger of Allah. Peace be upon him, all of his family members and all of his companions. آمين يا رب العالمين. As I mentioned earlier, for those of you who have been doing well in terms of connecting to Allah and obeying Allah and reviving the Sunnah of Rasul, have this good news. The gates of Jannah are open for you. The gates of Jahannam are closed from you. And the demons are useless from deceiving you. This is glad tidings given to you by your Rasul, who you follow, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But as for those who neglected Obeying Allah and reviving the Sunnah of Rasulullah 
in this blessed month of Ramadan, it is not too late for you. This is only one third of Ramadan. There's two thirds left. It is your chance to turn to Allah. If you want success in your wealth, in your education, in your family, in your, in your community, and most importantly, in your hereafter, Allah says, فَتُوبُوا إِلَى اللَّهِ جَمِيعًا أَيُّهَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ لَعَلَّكُمْ تُفْلِحُونَ Oh believers, repent to Allah. Repent to Allah so that you will be able to attain success. The success which everyone strives for in this dunya, it's related to the obedience of Allah and His Messenger as a Muslim. If Allah sees you obedient and you repent to Him often, He will guide you to that which is best for you in this worldly life and most importantly to that which is best for you when you stand before Him on the day of resurrection where nothing will be useful for you except your good deeds. <coughs> except your good deeds, Allah says, on that day, the day of judgment, no wealth and no offsprings will be beneficial for you. But, will, but what will be beneficial for you is your pure heart. Your good deeds. A heart that is filled with faith, the oneness of Allah and His obedience. A heart that is free from polytheism, shirk, innovations. Hatred that is not done for the cause of Allah. Envy. Your heart has to be free from these negative qualities. So that when you stand before Allah on the day of judgment, you will be granted his grace. May Allah grant us that. Ameen, Ya Rabbil Alameen. al Imani wal Islam. The time is very restricted. Since the blessed month of Ramadan is all about Quran as we know. Let us finish this khutbah with some ayat from the gracious book of Allah, Al-Quran Al-Kareem. In Surah Al-Anfal, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu, la takhunu allaha wal rasoola wa takhunu amanatikum wa antum ta'lamun. Or you who believe, do not betray the rights of Allah and His Messenger and the rights of your trusts. Do not betray Allah's right and do not betray His Messenger. And do not betray the trust which Allah entrusted you with while you know. And then the next verse reads, And bear in your mind that your wealth and your family or offsprings are nothing but a trial from Allah, a test. Allah will test you through your wealth and through your family. And then the end of the ayah, Allah says, and what Allah has for you is certainly much greater and much better. The reward of Allah is much better than the wealth you can accumulate in this dunya and the family that you can establish in this dunya. Yes, it is a blessing from Allah, but everything has balance in Islam. Everything has balance. Give everyone and everything their right, without exaggeration, without neglecting. And then the next ayah reads, furqanan." Or you who believe, if you are mindful of Allah, and if you fear Allah, He will make for you furqan, which means He will give you the ability to distinguish or to differentiate between that which is right and that which is wrong. Al-Basira. 
certainty, knowledge, wisdom. He will grant you that for as long as you are mindful of him and fearful of him. The ayah continues saying, and he will also expiate your sins for you. And he will forgive you. And Allah has the greatest bounties. May Allah grant us from his bounties. Amen. Some more verses from Surah Al-Munafiqoon. At the end of Surah Al-Munafiqoon, Allah says, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا لَا تُلْهِكُمْ أَمْوَالُكُمْ وَلَا أَوْلَادُكُمْ عَنْ ذِكْرِ اللَّهِ Oh, you who believe, everyone who believes in Allah and His Messenger, Allah is addressing you in this verse. Do not allow your wealth and your family to keep you away, to keep you busy from the remembrance of Allah, from the worship of Allah, especially the obligations. And for those of you who do that, who keep themselves busy from the obligations that Allah made for them, then they will be the losers on the Day of Judgment. And spend, give charity from that which Allah has provided for you. Before death comes to one of you, and will say, Oh my Lord, delay me to an appointed time. Give me a chance so that I can go back to dunya. I would give charity and I will be amongst the righteous. What did Allah answer to such people? And Allah will not delay anyone when their appointed time of death arrives. And indeed, Allah is all aware of what you are doing. I remind myself again and remind you to repent to Allah as often as we can and seek his forgiveness as often as we can and try to be as righteous as we can and revive as much sunnah as we can from the beloved Rasul of Islam in this blessed month of Ramadan. For indeed, we are favored by Allah to witness this blessed month. Let us take advantage of these remaining days of this blessed month by fixing our affairs with our family members with our colleagues at work, with our neighbors, with our communities, whether Muslims or non-Muslims, let us fix our affairs, let us behave well and fairly with everyone, inshallah ta'ala, because our manners is what will help our good deeds to be accepted by Allah on the day of resurrection. Nasallallahu al-Azim, Rabbil Ashul Azim, and Yaqfil Lana, Walil Mu'minina, Ajma'in, Amin, Ya Rabbil Alameen. Allahumma Aiz al-Islam wal-Muslimin. Wansul al-Muslimina fi kuli makan. Wahqin dima'ahum, Amin, Ya Rabbil Alameen. اللهم كن عون لإخوتنا اللاجئين والمنكوبين في كل مكان وفك أسر المظلومين من المسلمين في كل مكان آمين يا رب العالمين اللهم تقبل صيامنا وقيامنا وركوعنا وسجودنا آمين يا رب العالمين اللهم ربنا لا تتوفانا إلا وأنت راض عنا آمين يا رب العالمين اللهم ربنا ارحم والدينا كما ربيانا صغارا وآخر دعوانا الحمد لله رب العالمين وصل اللهم وبارك على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين وأقيم الصلاة يرحمني ويرحمكم الله